0: I'm back in my office for the first time in a week and a half. How does it feel? I don't you like know. it. I want to be back in the garage where my people are.
1: Isn't that what animals and heat, don't they have to like get out? Isn't that what, it, like seriously.
0: I listen, I don't, Sometimes I'm not going to answer that heat. question, but I do. I did feel like I needed to get out. Like I was like, I got to mm-hmm. get outside. I, I miss kind of like animals and heat. I got a kid. Do, I can't work from anywhere. So at least I'll just work. In heat need to go outside from the front yard.
2: I, I like that, Mike. I mean, I'll go out in the front yard and work sometimes. You got a neighbor who walks by. And you're like, hey. Hi. Or st- they'll start talking to you, and you've got your headphones on, and you can't hear them, and then they think you're ignoring them. And you kind of are.
0: Yeah, a little bit. Uh, actually, yeah. yesterday, yesterday mm-hmm. I was working from the garage, and these two girls come up, and one's maybe nine, one's maybe 11. And they've got a package of grocery store cupcakes. And I'm on a call with you guys. So you may have heard the beginning of their little pitch. So eventually I like muted myself for a second. And I had to go get my wife. They're like, she starts blowing through a spiel that she's obviously been trained on. Hello, my name is so-and-so and I'm raising money to go to my first time to Animal Kingdom. Would you like to buy a cupcake for $5 or you can do this or that? And I'm, I'm like, I'm on a, oh, okay, cool. I'm on a call. And she just keeps on with her spiel. Like she has been trained, <laughs> get through this spiel. And so I go to my wife and am like, do we have any money? And we can't find any cash. Um, but- these girls walked around and I saw them a couple minutes later and that whole thing a thing whole thing of cupcakes was gone. So that's 12 and they were charging at least $5 a cupcake. So man, these girls are hustling. And I don't know if they're going to Animal Kingdom, but if they are, they're going to buy some souvenirs.
2: What if they were like the kid that Bobby ran into at the breakfast place where he was just bringing around the box of M&Ms and yeah. that he had like, you know, said that he was what was the what was he raising? Oh, his, raising he was raising money, money for? for
1: cancer. Yeah, for oh patients. yeah. See, I well, mean, I guess I,
2: at least these girls were like, "We're going. This is a fun thing that we're going to go do for yeah, ourselves." Yeah, they weren't like, trying to
0: guilt me into it. But the thing about it, the mm-hmm. the tactic I most resonated with, or that I've thought about since, is she went so fast, and she put out so much information. One, you couldn't interrupt. You couldn't clarify. And two, I don't we couldn't really understand her. So, you know, I think that shuts down all sales objections if you just go really fast.
2: <laughs> Steamroll through your pit. Yeah, Steamroll you through. That. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. yeah. I like And that. also like show up I to like someone that. like while they're on a, a business call and like immediately uh-huh. begin to give them your spiel. And they appeared from around the corner because like I'm in the corner of the garage and they start walking up and then she's boom, she's telling me, I'm like, who are you?
1: Should I be afraid? Mm-hmm. By the way, it is a symptom of like animals going to heat that they have to go roam. And I remember that when our golden retriever went into heat for the first time. Uh, really needed to get outside, like had a strong urge to just be outside, get outside. So that's just interesting.
2: Sometimes people just want to be outside though.
1: (laughs) Yeah, totally. No, it could be that too. I mean, to me, it's like just, I'm trying to follow the science of it.
2: Ah, Yeah. I've always thought of you. Master of science, Bobby Hoyt.
1: A real science guy. Well, when it comes to, when it comes to mycology, That's true. Which there
0: will be, there will be degree programs (laughs) launching next fall. (laughs)
2: <laughs> in that all right well i have a questionable decision topic it's not a question but well no it is a question you do a lot of clarifying about- in
0: these parts hit us <laughs> just, hit us you know i
2: need to practice my pitch i need to just yeah
0: like that girl. through like go. those
2: girls did okay so i want to talk to you about tipping today and i have a question about it and i'm going to tell you all these things about it and you guys are going to agree with me on everything okay good let's go i guess like so. that sounds is that great. good all right. Yeah, like, what yeah, am I, mean, I no, gonna to going that? to
0: say to that? I don't even have time right? to unwind it. And now you're moving on to the next thing. I love it. <laughs> you're going to be on sales calls for you. No, we're going to talk.
2: Ariel. I'm going to be great. I'm going to be great. So we're going to talk about tipping. And as you everyone knows, tipping seems to have changed quite a bit.
0: Yeah, when I, I was young, we went out in the fields and um, the cows were just already there. <laughs> okay. Now you have to, like, go and look for them. And I, we live in a more you urban place. You have to keep place. steamrolling, Ariel. You have Thought to keep steamrolling.
2: <laughs> okay. Tell me how you guys feel about tipping right now.
0: Just so you know, Bobby, I'm going to be coming in real hot with this one. So you decide if you want to go first or second. (laughs) I'll go (laughs) second.
2: I'll go
1: second.
0: (laughs) I have, it is this new standard of tipping everyone, everywhere, all at once. Has created, at least in me, and I think in many others, the inverse effect. I am getting stingy with my tips. Not because I'm not a, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've, I've always, I think, been a pretty generous tipper. But, like, I, I am getting, like, so fatigued. And this is obviously a big thing, you know, in the news. And I've read lots of things on it. But, um, mm-hmm. like, I don't do any round. They're like, would you like to give to childhood pediatric cancer? No. Would you like to tip, you know, would you like to add a little bit of money for this? No. Like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. So, I think that mm-hmm. there's a clear standard that you tip people. Who provide hospitable service to you, not who perform their job function in relation to you as a customer. So we tip waitresses because they are there to make our experience enjoyable. So I think that there's a standard of who's to be tipped, and and that's like why we're doing it as a thanks for them offering hospitality. So, you know, the barista pouring the black coffee or
2: I mean, one of the things that I noticed immediately after, I mean, it all started like around COVID too, I think, especially with dining out because you couldn't go, you know, out to eat. I mean, you could, whatever, like besides that, but you would do takeout. Takeout became the thing that everybody wanted to do, takeout from restaurants. And so the restaurants, like, I mean, you might tip a couple bucks before for somebody who's like, Getting you your takeout that you ordered, but you're not going to leave them a 20% tip on that. But then all of a sudden, like, that is presented to you when they give you the the thing to fill out. It's like you're then tipping 20% oh, and I all love the it. time. It, like The
0: suggested ones are 18, 20, 22%. <laughs> like, they're starting yeah. that high.
2: And I just, like, that one... I mean, originally, like when it started, I was like, yeah, I'll tip you more because you're not seeing as many orders and making as much money. And like, I, you know, I feel like I can tip you this much right now. But then when the restaurant started like filling back up, I'm like, wait a second. Now I don't have all the money that I want to go out to eat because I'm tipping everybody like 20% on everything. And so, bakeries, like if you go just pick up food from anywhere or coffee or anything, like you would normally tip a barista or, staff, but yeah. Where are you at with this, Bobby?
1: I have been really challenging myself to be more generous uh, mm-hmm. for the last six months. Maybe even more than that. Um, I was, re- this is like a weird story. I was running. Uh, I went to Fredericksburg for a little family trip and I was running, and, which I don't normally run, but my head gets really like, you know, my thoughts get really clear. And I had this thought or this like feeling of like generosity will grow my tree. And I don't know, what that comes from or why or whatever. Um, but that was just very like that stuck out to me a lot. And it was very like profound to me. Mm -hmm. And so I have been probably over tipping and over doing a lot of that stuff lately. Um, because I feel, I feel it's the right thing to do in a lot of situations, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean like, I think that there are some limits to that. Like if I see a situation where it's like, I'm tipping somebody and they literally did nothing. Like I, I don't, do that generally. Yeah. But like if there is an opportunity to tip or if there is an opportunity to round up or is that kind of thing, like I've, I've just been doing it even if it makes me uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. I don't know if there's any net benefit of that to me throughout my life or anything, but it's just been something I've been really challenging myself to do. Cause I wouldn't have done that two or three years ago. Um, has that so
2: changed? I, be Like, has it been because of, you know, I mentioned that so many places have these, like the point of sale systems all prompt, the tip now in a way that they didn't before. Like, is this because of that? Are they related at all? Or did this just grow out of something else?
1: I think it grew out of something else. I don't know. I'm probably over tipping often. I I mean I'd never do less than 20% mm-hmm. ever. Even if somebody I err on the side too of like if somebody had if somebody gives me bad service, I'm like, well, they probably had a bad day, or there's something really bad maybe going on in their life. Or even if they don't deserve it, maybe they need this money. I don't like it when it it is clearly like some kind of automated tipping system where mm-hmm. like if you go pick food up, like that's the one where I have that's I have the biggest moral dilemma when it's like if I order takeout and I go into a restaurant and somebody like I'll still tip, but I'm not tipping a lot because it's like a, that person did almost nothing. Um, but I still tip because I feel I would feel bad if I didn't.
2: Does that make yeah. sense? Oh, definitely. Okay. I mean. That's why uh, there's a Mexican restaurant that we go to pretty often and we do take out from there every once in a while. And like, it's like during the first like several months or a year after like the pandemic started, they had an 18% gratuity built in to take out orders because that's all that they were doing. And like, I understand that. And then after that, mm-hmm. they got rid of it, but like, I still wanted to, to tip them something. And so it would be like, because they're wonderful people. Like we go there all the time. We, we seem like they know us, we know them. Um, and they're just doing like, they're just nice people doing a good job. So I tip them, but yeah, I do feel that same moral dilemma. Like I don't feel compelled to tip you 20% of this $60. Yeah. Order, you know, but I still want to like, say thank you. So mm-hmm.
1: I did get a little bit jaded at the golf club that I'm a member of. Like, They do this thing. I hate this practice that they do. They do a service charge and then they put a tip Mm -hmm. line on the bottom of it as well. Mm -hmm. And there was a girl that used to work at the club, uh, who is she was a bartender, and for months me and my buddies were like, What is a service charge? Like what is this? Like who gets this? And she was like, I don't know. I don't I I honestly don't know. I was like, How do you not know? Like, how do you not know what this is? Well, you just you just have no idea what the service charge is. But for Mm -hmm. months, always. She eventually left or quit or something. I don't know. It turns out that the service charge is the tip. And then they put the tip on the line too. And so it was a tip in addition to the service charge. So I was like, we were all way, way over tipping, Yeah. but there was dishonesty there. And that Mm -hmm. pissed me off because I was just like, that's, that's crazy. Like, just, just tell us what it is. And it's Mm -hmm. like, because I thought it was something where it was like a tip share and it wasn't even that it was just straight up a tip, you know? So that kind of stuff, I don't like that. Uh, I don't like the forced service charges like, you know, give give me the opportunity to, to tip in a very honest way or
2: you know? let there be a service charge. But say what it is for, like, be honest sure. about like this is making sure that all of the people here receive a certain amount of gratuity for what they're doing. Like, be honest about it. Be upfront about it.
0: I mean, I think we're saying much of the same thing, Bobby, th- that I love to tip people who, well, I guess in that way. Uh, we have a, for example, like a. I've
1: seen you tip before. You're a good, you're a good tipper. Well, just to put that out there.
0: <laughs> I really do think, though, like there is. You mentioned like being jaded at certain things. I think that is the point: is that it's it's expected, and it's not like a tip is something that like I'm not going to tip you unless you serve me great. I mean, there is sort of an an expectation that you'll provide good service, and that I'll provide a tip. tip. Like that is sort of the social contract we have. I think that in a lot of cases now, though. It is completely expected and even demanded. Like you've seen some of like the, the DoorDash drivers who get a a five dollar tip and they you know knock on the door and like you know what the hell is this? So like I need it. Why do not you give me a bigger tip? Like it's not due to you. But some of the other things that you mentioned there, like if there is a built in gratuity, I oftentimes have a number in my mind when the when the bill comes. Like I know how much it's going to be, or I see the um the dollar amount and I know exactly how much I'm going to give. And I would say probably this year alone, there's probably been five instances where the number in my mind was a lot bigger than the number that they have for the 15, 16, 18% gratuity. But if mm-hmm. you include that, I'm just I'm not giving anymore. Like you're saying, this is how much you should thank me. And to me, it is, I mean, I know that we're dealing with individual and, and serv- service staff here that maybe aren't the ones making the decisions. But just from a business standpoint, it, it's, it's a little upsetting when you presume upon that. Gratuity, and maybe I understand if it's a large group or something, but we see built-in gratuity for you know two people, you know, having lunch or dinner. I think you have to ask yourself, like the the reason why we even have tipping in in restaurants. Let's say is because of the way that they pay their employees, and you know we then pay for the service of uh, their their wait staff you know, bringing us our food and and you know taking care of us while we're paying the restaurant, quote unquote, for the food you know, in the bill itself. So like, if that's the understanding, if that's why we're doing it, then that needs to be sort of the, the orienting uh, philosophy behind why we, why and how much we give. Whereas right now it's just kind of like pay, you know, you'll, you'll pay a gratuity as a way of saying thanks for your wait staff and that is their salary. It's like we as consumers have been sort of a bait and switch sort of of what, why we're even giving a tip. If we're doing that and if it's built in just, increase your prices and say no gratuity. Like it it feels Uh, we have to force the gratuity. It doesn't feel good.
1: I I don't know the answer to this. I'd love to talk to some restaurant owners, but I would imagine that if, because like, I don't know how, is it everywhere in the United States for people that are basically like waitstaff get very, very low. Cause when I was, I when mostly. I was like 16, I worked in Mexican, I was like, the waiters got, the wait staff got paid like $2 an hour or something. And yeah, tips I, I worked
2: at a German restaurant and then like a, a, wine bar and it was two 13 an hour was our now, hourly. Is time.
1: that to keep the, I, I guess it's like, is that to keep the food prices lower? You know, like, I, I wonder what the rationale, like the official rationale behind that is. It's like, is that so the restaurants can keep the food prices lower so that more people will come into the restaurants and then. Because of that, you know, it's like the, there's more opportunities for tips for the wait staff, or it's like if you if you increased your your payroll costs exponentially and then included all of that in an hourly that was like really healthy would the food prices be so much that less people come in to actually get the food. And I don't know, I like I would love to talk to somebody that runs a restaurant like, is that why we're doing this or is it is there some other is it what is it?
2: We had some friends who owned a a Filipino restaurant here in St. Louis, and they they started as a food truck and then had a brick and mortar and then had several brick and mortars, and they were doing away with tips and just increasing the price of their food and paying everyone in the restaurant, like, uh, you know, what's considered a livable wage or, you know, more than the $2 or $5 or however little it was at that point, um, that servers made and, and definitely more than minimum wage. And they still, they were doing that. And it was like, I think there was a movement of restaurants that were doing that because it was like, you're as a server, this is work that you're doing. It shouldn't be like you're Your ability to make money shouldn't be tied to like somebody just being like, thanks for doing your job. Like it should be, you're paid to do your job. This is what you're doing. The prices on food went up. And what was interesting, I remember talking to them about it, was that nobody complained about the prices going up on food. It was like a dollar or two, like not a lot. But people still wanted to tip. they were like, where do I leave a tip? So they just like had a tip bucket out and it was shared by everyone. But I mean, it worked to raise the prices and pay everybody well but yeah it's people still want to tip it's like this it's built into the eating culture
0: that's kind of my point is i don't think consumers are stingy or greedy and i certainly would never want to be uh stingy or greedy but it's the it's being honest about what you're charging for so if you Mm -hmm. if you eliminate tipping and i can look at the menu and i can see what i'm agreeing to pay you for an item then we have an agreement i'll pay you for the item and then i may (laughs) want to Thank the staff in addition, but it's this kind of like it's the here's the price, and then we expect you. You have to tip even for something you know when when an employee hasn't done anything. I mean, literally the the example. And I do get it. I get black coffee most of where I go, and it's like, would you like to leave a tip? No, I wouldn't. Like I'm paying you five dollars for this black cup of coffee that you just poured the handle for. Um, And then my favorite ones are whenever I find myself at a Panera or something, and they're just handing you the cup. (laughs) They didn't even (laughs) pour the coffee. Um, But I think it's just, it's sort of just a muddying of what is our agreement, you know, as a consumer versus in a company, like, what am I paying you for, for the products and services I'm receiving? And then where is my opportunity to say thank you and to give gratuity and to be generous? I just think they get a, a little muddied.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the free market will decide eventually. Cause you do see a lot of people starting to complain about this. I have a feeling that it's going to self-regulate hopefully a little bit or maybe it won't, but I do really want to know like why, what is the, maybe I'll just Google it after this, but like, what is the the reason for the tipping structure? And I do think too, if you just do a service charge, like does that mean that you don't have to train your weight staff as well? Like, is there, is there less incentive to have like a really, really, really well trained weight staff that's like very, very good with customers if this wait staff knows that they're just going to make whatever on whatever, you know? So like, I don't know. And then like restaurants are such a terrible margin business anyway. So like, is it something to do with that? Like
2: I looked up, you know, why are servers pay? Like basically the question that you were asking and, It, the, the answer that the Labor Law Center has for me is that the reason that the server minimum wage is so low is simple. Servers make tips. I'm like, but that's not like... A, <laughs> that's a, this yeah. is like a chicken and egg situation yeah, here. Yeah, it's a like, circular. It's like, yeah, right. it's, they're, they're low <laughs>
1: because they make tips. Because they're right, low and, right.
2: Yeah. Well, I do have, mm. if, you, if you guys want to go on this tipping journey with me a little bit more, I, yeah. I have some like, you know, Emily Post is always had guidance on etiquette, you know, regarding all numbers of things, tipping she has information on a lot of articles right now about appropriate, what is appropriate to tip in different situations. And so I just want to like go through some of these with you. And, and we know Bobby that you are going to be more generous. Um, than these, and we appreciate you, and so does the service staff of the world. So thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you, you for, for your, your service. That's
1: right now. Thank you. T-
2: <laughs> 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 but let's pretend for a second that you were a normal human being who doesn't want okay, to that's gonna be hard everybody. <laughs> mm. uh, pretend that you are not Zaddy Hoyt right now, okay? Yeah. And you were just. Just, just Bobby, regular old Bobby. Bobby. So Emily Post says, wait service, a sit down restaurant, fifteen to twenty percent pre tax. I feel like now it's twenty to twenty five. Mm, I my do guess. see. Mm.
0: I want. I normally give twenty to twenty five, but you even saying I think it's now twenty to twenty five. Why? Why is that crept up? Like, why is that the case? Food, everything else, all the costs have gone up. So why is the percentage? Are we giving? Just I'm talking from a from an expectation standpoint. I Inflation. mean, for me, it's
2: just like an uh, understanding that everything costs more and these people are already not making as much as a lot of other professions and they... But need, what I'm
0: saying is we're know. giving up, if we're talking about a percentage, the cost of the product or service, the cost of the bill has definitely gone up. And so now, in addition mm-hmm. to the expectation being that we would give more money but as a percentage, now the percentage mm-hmm. itself has gone up. And yes. I do think that's how people are thinking. I think that there sort of has been a shift to 20, 25%, which again, nothing wrong with that love to see it but it's this expectation that like you go out and all of a sudden a quarter of your you got to add a quarter of your bill every single time in every single instance
2: okay what about buffet how is that different a buffet what would you tip weight service at a buffet i mean they're going to bring you i've been to a buffet old country buffet no 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 no. just picture yourself you sit down to a old country buffet you go up and you get when's the last time you went to an old country buffet i was probably 10 i loved it oh my gosh i was
0: probably 15 and i did love it
2: Oh no, maybe I went to a I went to like a CC's pizza when the kids were really little. It's like five dollars yeah. all you can eat pizza. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> see, see, we have a lot of those here. Those awesome.
2: I don't know where any other one. I I don't think there's any more in St. Louis right now. But mm. um, so yeah, you're they're bringing you water. So CeCe's, you would have to get your own water. I think Old Country Buffet they probably brought it to you. They did something. What do you I tip? think? It's
1: the level of service. If they're I don't know. To what's me it's the like they're picking up your plates and they're giving you water and they're yeah. you know, whatever. If they're if they're acting like a server, because really what's the difference between that and they bring your food out to you?
2: Well, like, they would have to ask you like, you know, what is your order they're taking your order. That's like traditional wait service, like sit down.
1: They're filling yeah, all your
0: I dumb questions. The- How big is the portion? Mm-hmm. Is there any salt mm-hmm. in this dish? You know, they have to deal with that kind I'm of thing. I'm allergic bull to
2: mustard seed.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think it
1: just – I don't know. What, is the, what does the Post say?
2: 10%. I'm not. 10% sure. 10% yeah. seems
1: probably right for that. I mean, I would probably – I don't know. I haven't been to a buffet. <laughs> that's right. So long, that's, I can't – Move like, on. So <laughs> that's <laughs> a no bad question.
2: All right, all right. Bartender, what do you tip per drink uh, on average? Emily Post says $1 to $2 per drink or 15 to 20% of the tab.
1: I do 20% yeah, of the tab. I, I do
0: 20%. Now, yeah. I will
2: – feel like Let me one, tell you
0: one thing about a bar – I have a really hard and fast rule about club soda. You know, I love me some club soda. Club soda, it comes out of a gun, doesn't require the syrup. When a bar charges me, I'm talking about from a gun. If it's from a bottle, I get it. If they charge me for club soda, I take off the price of the club soda times two and tip them based off of that number. I cannot stand being charged $5 for a club soda.
1: How much of a physical difference is there from them opening a bottle to grab I don't know, but that at least costs
0: something. They're... If they're getting out of a gun, the cost of that is negligible. I mean, I'm asking for water, essentially. Um, so I have a I have some strong feelings about that.
2: Would you tip for water though? No, really?
1: I probably would if they were awesome. I mean, if it was a cool. But what do you wait? What,
0: what do you yet? mean for water? They don't like if Did you if go I, up
2: to the bar bartender and ask for a water, and
0: he charges me four dollars. I'd look at him and go, "What the hell are you charging me four dollars for?" Yeah, They're I think that's like kind that's, of an situation. That's my point is the water is free. Club soda is free. I'm buying drinks. Don't uh, charge me okay, for okay, the I club get, soda. I get what you're
2: saying. I get what you're saying.
1: Yeah, but the air conditioning. I'm
2: you know, paying for
0: drinks. I'm not true. just going and getting. If I was just getting a club soda, <laughs> that'd be one thing. I'm that's ordering I'm cocktails.
2: Saying, yeah. imagine, imagine Michael is homeless. He's walked into a bar to get a club soda and to experience the air conditioning. Okay.
1: <laughs> what would homeless Michael be like? <laughs> All
2: right. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, a doorman when you're traveling. Emily Post says a smile and a thanks when he opens the door. Plus one to four dollars for carrying luggage. Yeah. One to two dollars for a hailing cab.
1: Yeah. Uh, to me, those like I, anytime we go to a hotel, I always make sure I have some cash. Yeah. You know.
0: Ones, yeah. fives, and that is that times. is part of my point, which is it, when you're just going about your life and you run into a coffee shop and buy coffee, that's different than someone providing you with hospitality at a restaurant or a hotel. And so when I travel, Mm -hmm. I like to keep, you know, dollars as well. And that's where I'm a whole lot more likely to say, you know, thank you for making my movement through this space more comfortable and enjoyable. Not thank you for doing your job. Right. Like I think, again, that's what the term gratuity insinuates. You're grateful. What about grocery delivery?
2: What's, what do you, what's the, what do you think recommended? We've got, Bank rate says 15 to 20% of your total order for grocery delivery. I don't do grocery delivery, so I don't I don't really know.
1: We don't
0: do that either. We pick it up. But DoorDash kind of like food to me is sort of the similar here. I, I guess they're maybe not shopping mm-hmm. for you. Restaurant. This one I struggle yeah. a little bit with. One because I have I have a hard time ordering anything, DoorDash or like delivery, just because like you see that little bit of a price increase. And I'm not even a stickler for money, but there's something about it that I'm just like, dang. I could just go to the store if they're going to, like, mark up the prices. Mm-hmm. But it's tricky because I am less likely to want to be as generous on the tip because you see, like, you know, buy $150 in groceries. What am I tipping the driver $30? That's that's a, too much. Um, but at the same time, I think, well, if I went out to a meal and spent $150, that's how much I'd tip the waitress. It's not like one did a whole lot more work than the other. So I'm get, I actually don't know what my North Star is on – Food delivery, yeah. or grocery delivery. I yeah. feel like
2: grocery delivery is. I mean, I'll do take like a you know DoorDash or something like that every once in a while, and it is so expensive. And when we have done grocery delivery before, and it's so expensive, it's like I will just go to the grocery store. Like, let me just go to the grocery store and save however much money, and then yeah, and I mean, that's another like too. Like, it's
0: like it's basically like, like increase your grocery bill by twenty percent, and that. Again, I don't know what the real difference is between that and a restaurant, but something about it feels a little less natural. Maybe that's just. Yeah, what I mean, we're I understand do.
2: like doing it for, like you know, when you think about what your time is worth and could you be using that time to do something that you have more passion for or will make you more money? Like, I understand that, but like, on the. Are we
0: getting to valet? Okay, valet. Wanna you wanna do valet? valet?
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll be honest. I don't ever do valet because I'm you know, a cheap skate. So tell me about Valet. They
0: also don't know how to drive your car.
2: My <laughs> car. <laughs> Several <laughs> They'd see
0: the
1: key and be like, I don't know. how do I drive this thing? I'm probably more <laughs> generous with valet than almost anything. Depending on how That's far. Exactly a, it. Exactly. Is. Because we actually did valet twice the other day, which I might be the first time in my life I've ever done valet twice, but Coral broke her foot a while ago and like the walk was really far from the parking lot and all that stuff. So we were I was like, you know what? Let's just do this. And the first place it was like they had those guys running yeah. a quarter of a mile to go get the car. It was like, it was a hundred degrees outside. I was like, yeah, I'm going to tip this really well. Um, the second one, it was at a restaurant and they parked us right mm-hmm. up front and I still tip pretty decently, but I was like, man, it's like yeah. right there. Like I can walk over this to the is, car so this. So this is my
0: conundrum. I like to see those valet people, you know, work for it and I'll give you a good tip. You know, I, I, I will give you a tip because like, I remember <laughs> roommates in college, they were valets. We, you know, we were in Orlando, so they'd go do the, th- um, the resorts and things. And they made good money. But like, there's something, it feels like you should have to work for it because a lot of times you're just standing around unless you're running to or from a car. So if you're going to make some good money, then I feel like you, know, you need to do a little hustle. Counterpoint, a lot of the times if they park me really close, when I come back to get my car, I'll just ask for the key and I'll go just get in my car. And I actually, sometimes I won't tip at all. I see my car. You're going to go get in it and drive it to me. I'll just go get in it.
1: If they're, it's like, if they're, if they're super courteous, they open the, if they open the door for my wife and like help her getting out of the car, they open the door for me and all that kind of stuff. And they're like, really, really, they've got their, their, like their game is good. You know, then I'm like, yeah, I'll tip them more. Cause like that's, there's, there's that part of it too. The, uh, the experience part of it, which I think is, which is good. So I don't know. I don't need to see them like sweating necessarily, but like, you know, dude, do, do, I you don't
0: know. like them still smelling good. <laughs> Put from, some care you know, into your work from that morning. Uh, there's something about that. <laughs> yeah. But right. if they
2: were sweating, then they're going to be in your car and stinky. Yeah, and that's Getting that BO stank. So like they need to be like appropriately like deodorized mm-hmm. and like bathe beforehand. You know, hygiene is uh, important. I
0: see Ariel like being the manager of a valet at a hotel or something. And she's like inspecting them
1: before <laughs> shift. Smelling. Yeah. Lift up yes. your arm, let
2: me smell it.
1: <laughs> but there's something too. There's the people that just like print out your ticket or whatever, write your ticket and they're like, here you go. And then you just walk away. Or there's just people who are like, hey, how's it going? And like, how are you doing today? Do you need any help with anything? Like, yeah, Can I do this for you? Yeah, I actually feel a like that's there. a
0: good distinction. Because what I mean by the person who's parking right there, it's like when you go to a restaurant where you like have to valet, but they're just parking in the parking lot. So we have a restaurant nearby. Half the time, like Monday through Thursday, they don't valet, but they valet Friday, Saturday. But that's just so that, like, you could just park there. It's right next to the restaurant. Why am I paying you $10 to park my car right there? I can park it there.
2: Okay. Well, I have two more – just two more points about this that I want to cover. If you want to tip somebody, but they – like, if there's no way to tip a worker when you pay them, do you – would you ask them about – like, if you don't – if you have cash, obviously, like, you might want to give someone cash. But would you ask them if they, like – if you can – Venmo them. Give me a tip.
0: Give me a scenario here.
2: If it was a mover, but like I feel like you'd go get cash in advance. I mean, I think I think
0: in those scenarios, if you're actually dealing with the individual, yeah, um, I'd I'd Venmo them way before. I like if I don't have cash. But um, Mm -hmm. you know, in a someone who's an employee of a company that I'm actually paying, I'm not. I don't feel like I'd go ask them for their personal information to pay them separately from that.
2: You know, yeah, like if you're at a clothing store and like the they do a great job, you're like, hey, can I Venmo you? Yeah, so,
0: I think, and and that's part of just there's something about that. It wouldn't be inappropriate to pull out a twenty dollar bill and hand it to them. There's something about the yeah. let me digitally send you money that I don't know. I don't I don't think we've crossed that zeitgeist yet as a society.
1: <laughs> there is one scenario that bothers me that I just remembered that happened, and this is uh, kind of unrelated, a little non secular. But we got we tried out mobile dog grooming for a dog, and it was an owner operated business and the person came, they owned the company, came to the door, took her dog. And then they added like a tip. It was like a service fee or something to it. And I was like, yes. wait yes. a second, you own the company, just build it That's into exactly your prices. Right. Like, why am mm-hmm. I tipping you on top that part? And I still did it, but I was like, this doesn't even make sense from a business model standpoint. Like I'm tipping you, you own the company, you're going to get the profit out of this anyway. So like, if you want that much money, just build it into your pricing. Like, why are you doing a tip? Yes. Very much. It. I thought it was strange.
2: Do you think that was set up so, like, when they do have employees at some point, that that will be built yeah, in?
1: I'm sure, or just increases their average order value or something. There's probably mm-hmm. some magic. Or Maybe to they it, like really
2: didn't think about it too much, too.
1: That could be. I mean, it could just be the pr- payment processor that they were using just automatically has that or has it mm-hmm. an option, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll add that in." But I think that if you're the owner of a company expecting a tip is odd because it's like. Yeah. You're providing the service yourself and you own the company and you're going to assume any profits that come from it anyway. So why not just change your prices? So anyway, but it might be the same thing. Like maybe it seems like their prices are cheaper on the website before they hit you with the tip and all that stuff.
2: Yeah. Okay. Next one. This is the last one. They say, show appreciation for favors too. You may tip a professional, But you're unlikely to pay and tip a friend who's helping you move your couch, paying a back not at this company, Ariel. Or a favor (laughs) in turn is a kind gesture when you receive help for free. So how do you feel about like if a friend does something for you for free that like does like moving, I think is a great example. You know, pizza and beer, that's how you pay them generally, is that's right. But would are there other situations? Would you like how would you tell a friend like
0: Well, there's a difference between a, there's a difference between a friend and a friend. Like, I'm not gonna get into a pattern of paying my like real true friends a little bit of money here, a little bit of money there. They pay me like no, that's all flush. You know, we've talked about this kind of thing before. I don't want to get involved with that. If it's like someone I just kind of know, and they didn't have to come help, yeah, I may consider you know throwing them a fifty dollar bill or something for helping me move, but like. A true friend? No, you don't want to get into like paying each other and tipping each other. I don't like. I don't Mm -hmm. like that. I would feel a a true friend of mine. Like if I thought someone was a true friend and they tried to tip me something, I would take offense to that.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I'd take offense to it or not. I've never seen that though. Like, but I don't think any of my friends would take any money from me. Like, I I, yeah. Even if I tried, they would be like, "No, man. Like, don't don't even worry about that." And I wouldn't take money from them either. So I think that there's Mm -hmm. kind of that natural like. Now nah, I'm just going to do something good for you. and you know. Yeah,
2: I'll buy you a drink the next time we're out or something like that. Let me grab your, let's go out to eat and, or something.
1: Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I think that, yeah, definitely. We pay each other in like beers or Puffs. something like that. High you know. fives.
2: Anything else about tips you want to share? I
0: think we should, you know, we should be a society that cares for each other and thinks each other and is grateful. But w- when these systems come in that like, just like, formalize and standardize gratuity then at that point let's just bake it into the pie and quit being which is not my preference i don't prefer that i would prefer to have the opportunity to be generous but when you feel over and over again like there that percentage is going up you know of how 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 grateful you need to be or when it's asked everywhere you go throughout the day you do get a little jaded and a little tired and i think i think like i said i think i've kind of swung around not to being less generous in the situations that call for it, but to just kind of saying no a lot quicker in scenarios that I don't feel are, you know, that, that don't make sense.
2: Yeah. I think that in situation, like how this has all changed, how these like the point of sale systems and the expectations with tipping, I think when that stuff does happen, like question it, like why, why is it changing? Why am I doing this? What does this mean to me? Instead of just like going with it. And I think we are at a point where we are questioning those new norms and i think that's good all right you could give me a tip because i was so nice with that answer or something you know
1: (laughs) yeah i'm pretty sure that payroll ran recently (laughs) no that's just that's her that's her 213
0: you know where's the tip on top of it
2: yeah yep it's a cherry on top of the (laughs) sunday yep
1: (laughs) all right bobby all right well Thanks for listening. Uh, Check out the description below if you want to learn more about the Questionable Decisions podcast. We've got a lot of content coming out. Like a lot. Ariel's a rock star now. I don't know if anybody noticed that, but she's been cranking out some content. The whole team is putting out content, so you might have seen a restructure of how we're doing the YouTube channel. But uh, we hope that you, uh, you enjoy what we're doing and see you next time.